Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name for the word of God that you prepare our hearts and minds and lives and on our eyes to see, ears to hear. Lord, give us good fertile soil of hearts and minds. Lord, I pray that your word go out of my mouth as living seeds of truth sown into good fertile soil. Let the Holy Spirit just lock everyone in to give you their best ear, full attention. Even people that are just now clicking into this, whether it be they're listening to it on an iPod, whatever they're doing, if they're at home, they're watching this video. Lord, I ask you to let your glory begin to settle there and let your Holy Spirit begin to brood over them. And Lord, lock everyone in. That It's not just something that we're seeing and hearing in the natural, but Lord, that we have eyes of the Spirit to see what the Spirit of God is showing us. That we have ears of the Spirit to hear precisely what the Holy Spirit is speaking. Lord, that our hearts and minds are good, fertile soil. And Lord, let your word go out as good as seeds of truth sown in that good, fertile soil. Let the word of the Lord be as a sword that cuts away any veils. And let the word of the Lord shine like a light of truth, dispelling any darkness. And Lord, I ask you to water these seeds of truth. Let it take root, grow, and produce a hundredfold harvest of eternal fruit that remains. Lord, I thank you for everything being accomplished through this, that your will to be done. Speak through me, Lord. Let it be thorough and powerful in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm picking up where I left off last week. I didn't get that recorded, but I just want to recap real fast. But listen, we have to use our authority. Jesus sent out the twelve in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. He said, Jesus called his twelve disciples to him, and he gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness he gave them authority you got to understand that the power of god is the dunamis and it is it's almost like when people experience the power it's explosive like dynamite it's explosive and it's also like electricity in a good way that's why sometimes you see people shake or vibrate remember brother andrew was talking about he felt just a shaking that's the power the power of God, we have to have the power. The power unlocks things. The power of God is explosive. But the power of God is only released when we use our authority. Whenever we start using our authority, that's when the power of God is released. As soon as you open your mouth, and as soon as you issue the command in Jesus' name, using Jesus' name, in Jesus' name I command this, then the power of God is released but you have to use your authority and that's why it's important because we have authority over all demonic spirits and we have authority over all manner of sickness and disease what you've got to settle it within yourself is is that curses addictions bondages strongholds to things like lust things that have to do with sickness disease cancer aids all of that is a work of the devil. God hates it. Jesus took stripes on his back because he's against it. He wanted it, people to be free from it. And it is a work of the devil. That's why Jesus put all this together. He called his disciples unto him and he gave them authority to drive out demons and to destroy their works, basically. That's why Acts 10.38 says God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power and he went around doing good, healing all oppressed of the devil. Let me say that again. He was anointed to heal all oppressed of the devil. Think about that. He was anointed to heal all that were oppressed of the devil. What did Jesus do when he was here? He raised the dead. He cleansed lepers. He drove out demons. The crippled walked. The mute spoke. The blind saw. The deaf heard. What was he doing? He was anointed to destroy the works of the devil. I believe it's 1 John 3, 8 says the reason the Son of God appeared or was manifested was to destroy the works of the devil. 
And so we are Jesus' ambassadors. As he was sent into the earth, now he has sent his people, all of us, to destroy the kingdom of darkness, to defeat the devil and destroy his works. He paid for it on the cross, but we've got to enforce it through faith and authority. And so I want to increase your faith. And what I want to talk about just real quick is that we have authority over these things. You remember Jesus, whenever he cursed the fig tree, he had authority. He spoke with authority and faith over the fig tree. And he said, you will no longer bear fruits. And it withered and died. But to have that, you've got to speak with faith and authority. Faith comes, as, as and I know some people just teach it comes by hearing the word of the Lord. That's true. That's part of it. But that's not the only way faith comes. Faith comes as you pray in tongues and it builds up your most holy faith. Faith comes by the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of faith. There's times the gift of faith will kick in with me that I'll say things and do things. And then after the gift of faith is done with me and that's, the service is over, I'll look back and think back and go, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. Because in my own humanity, there was no way I would have been able to do that. But the Lord supernaturally charged faith. It's a gift. It's a gift of faith. And I'm, I encourage you to be praying about the gift of faith. Because when the gift of faith kicks in, I'm telling you, things that you never were able to believe for before you can at that moment. It's there. But faith comes, yes, by hearing the word preached like tonight. Faith comes by you reading the scriptures and meditating on it. Faith comes by you um, building up your inner man, as I said, praying in the Holy Ghost. But as you stay strong in faith, also faith is there whenever the Lord says to do something. You know, when the Lord says witness that person, there's a faith in that because he's obviously telling you to do it for a reason. When the Lord says pray for that sick person, he's telling you to do it for a reason, so there's faith with that. Why would the Lord tell you to do it unless he had something? I remember Reinhard Bonnke was, he was this little kid in his dad's church in Germany and an older brother. And there was a lady that was in a wheelchair crippled. And the Lord spoke to him. I believe, he, if I remember right, he was telling this story. He's around the age of 10. And he just crawled real quietly. He heard from God to pray for the lady in the wheelchair. So he crawls quietly through the pews. And he gets behind the lady. He didn't want anybody's attention. He didn't want anybody to know he was doing anything. He just kind of slipped up behind her, you know, prayed for her, and then slipped back down and, and snuck out. The lady screamed and got out of the wheelchair. And she was healed. But see, the Lord spoke to Reinhardt at a young age, go pray for the lady in the wheelchair. And whenever he heard that, I'm telling you, when you hear the Lord say, do something, faith arises. God, one of these days, is going to take this ministry to this place. It's all been preparatory, but where it's going is this. Individually and corporately, God's going to start giving us Holy Ghost assignments like never before. Individually and corporately. Don't be surprised down the road one day when this manifests. I'm telling you. One of these days, the, the all that's been going on, all the revival, all the impartation, all the teaching, all the training, everything that's been going on. One of these days, individual people are going to be waking up and having their quiet time with the Lord. And the Lord's going to say to them something along the lines of like this. Today, you're going to go to Walmart. You're going to see this person. You're going to pray for this person. You're going to lead this person to me. And you're going to do this. And they're going to go do it that day. And it's going to be assignments, individually and corporately. It's going to be divine appointments. That's where this thing is going. And I'll tell you too, what God is doing is he's taking this ministry to a place of a healing ministry. Well, what has been imparted. See, first the anointing is imparted, then it takes you to a place of strength. 
It has to come that, that way, okay? It comes as an impartation first, then it takes you to the place of strength. So what's been imparted through the laying on of hands is now beginning to take us to a place of greater faith than we've ever had before, a greater healing anointing than ever before. But we've always seen, you know, great deliverances. We've always seen revival. And we've always really seen souls. But I believe that God is taking things to a whole new level of soul winning, a whole new level of healing. There's a healing ministry that is coming forth that's going to be very powerful. But I want you to think of this. I want you to start treating sickness as an enemy. There's been times that the enemies tried to put sickness on my life. Now listen, we've all battled things, friend. That's just the way it is. So don't, you know, don't get down on yourself just because you've battled some things. But I, there's been times that the enemies tried to put stuff. And I remember one time I woke up in the middle of the night. And I felt sick and I was half asleep. So this had to be just the Holy Spirit giving me the grace to do this because I was half asleep. But I, I woke myself up doing this. I said, I bind this sickness. You will not attach to me. I command you to get out of here in Jesus' name. And I literally felt it coming off my glands right here. I literally felt it coming off and leaving. But I woke myself up doing that. So it wasn't something like I'm spiritual and I said it's great faith. I was half asleep. I'm not all spiritual. The Holy Spirit was just helping me. He was looking at me going, this poor guy's half asleep. And the devil and the devil's trying to put something on him. I'm going to help him out. Because the Holy Spirit don't sleep. He's wide awake watching that, wasn't he? So listen, we, the Lord wants us to treat it as an enemy. So when you pray for people that are sick, we need to be commanding. In Jesus' name, I bind up this sickness. I curse it like the fig tree. I curse it. I curse the bacteria that you're going to die. You're not going to continue to live. You're going to die. I bind you and I pull you out of this body out straight in the abyss. I pull you out now and pull it out. Just curse it, bind it, and drive it out. I'm not necessarily talking about demons. I'm talking about the sickness. That was what Carlos Anacondio always said. He said, I'm, I'm rebuking sickness. Not necessarily demons, sickness. I'm commanding it to come out of their body. He would use his authority. And you also use your authority over people's body. Now, how does Brother Anthony pray? He is a healing minister. Do you see him over here going, Dear Jesus, please help us? No. He speaks to that person's body. I command that body to line up. I command that arm to grow. You see what I'm saying? He's using his authority. Then, because you use your authority, then the Holy Spirit backs it up with the power. The power for it to happen. And I don't want people to get this romantic notion that, you know, you're, you're in some kind of a cloud when you're doing this and you just, you feel like Superman. And, and it's not like that. There's times that you, you may be sitting here to yourself thinking, oh God, look at this. But, but as you take authority and as you do it by faith, things happen. There was times that I took authority and I prayed and, and I believed God. But then as I left the service, I was kind of like, oh man, you know, I hope that. And that, see, that was a great faith. There, was, there wasn't great faith. But then later the person came to me and said they were healed. Just step out. We have authority over this. Just step out and do it. Don't feel like, you know, you got to be this great man or woman of faith and power. Jesus works with our imperfection. There's times that you're not going to feel like you have great faith. There's times that I don't feel like I have some great anointing. There's times that when I pray, I don't feel like my prayers are just so awesome, powerful. There's some days I pray and I'm thinking, Lord, I'm praying, but it seems like something's trying to resist me today. It's not easy to pray, but I'm still going to pray and I'm still going to believe God, even though I may not feel a great deal. 
And God still answers those prayers just as much as the others. There's days I pray for people that feel great anointing. And there's days I pray for people I may not feel hardly anything. But God still touches people. There's days that you may feel Superman faith. And you go out there and you take authority. And there's other days you don't. But God still moves. I remember David Hogan's great story about the first time that he saw the dead raised. He said he didn't have, a, you know, like great faith. He was in a room, and there was a, a family there that was expecting him to do something. He said he had this black magic warlock right there in the room, praying against him, cursing him. He had some spiritist medium sitting there, you know, cursing him. And then he had a dad over here that was saying, you know, they tried to, to fix my boy, and you're saying that your God is real, then you fix him. And so David said, I didn't feel the Holy Ghost. He said, I didn't hear the organ playing in the background. I didn't have all these people there praying in tongues. He said, I, I had to sit there and he said, I felt the presence of evil coming from these men and, and the pressure of the situation. And he said, I, he said, I prayed in Spanish. He said, I prayed in tongues. He said, I prayed in Indian because he knows their dialect. He said, I prayed in English. And he said, I didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, he said he saw his little chest. He had a t-shirt on or whatever. His chest go like that. And God just kick-started his heart. And he raised from the dead. And that's where it all started. But the point of the matter is, Brother David wasn't like in there. Do you see what I'm saying when I'm coming with this? He wasn't feeling like I'm Superman in here. I'm some great man of faith and power. He was sitting there humble before God saying, Lord, I'm just going to take authority over this body. I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe until something happens and it happened. Sometimes it's believing God and keep praying. And that was another thing that really encouraged me when I heard Brother David preach last time. He said, you know, he said whenever we find out somebody's sick, he said we start this around-the-clock prayer and fasting. People take it in sections and they pray and they fast. They pray and they fast until things happen. See, a lot of times people think, well, you just go in there and you just pray over them and you walk out and that's it. Well, sometimes that is it, but there's sometimes you've got to be persistent. And you've got to keep praying. You've got to keep fasting. You've got to keep believing God while it's happening. But we've got to use our authority. And I'm going I'm to shut this down. But we've got to speak out. The way you use your authority is use it in the name of Jesus. And you take, you open your mouth and you speak it out. And you take authority. And whenever you begin to speak with authority and faith, the power of the Holy Spirit is released and miracles happen. Some people say, well, what's been going on with some battles I've been having? Begin to take authority over it. Begin to curse the things that's been coming against you, like sickness. If there's, there's been poverty or whatever, speak out, I bind that sickness. I curse it to die. I speak over that poverty that's been trying to come against me. I bind you in Jesus' name. I break it off my life. It will have no power. I bind it, drive it all straight in the abyss. And if there's any spirits that's at work, I bind you too. And I command you out in Jesus' name. Use your authority. And when you do, the power of God is released. And not only that, angels are released too. Angels are released when we use our authority. So as you're going to be ministering to people in the future, and you're going to be praying for people, you have to take it from that angle. Use your authority, and God will back you up. I really believe with all my heart, sometimes what people... I know people... I know I've thought this about ministers as well. I've thought about certain people when they pray for me. That it seemed like there was something so... In, you know, but you know what it is? A lot of times it's they're using their authority. The anointing on their life may be great, but the anointing on a lot of people's lives is great. But some people know how to use their authority. There's a difference. 
you've got when you really walk in authority, the power of God is so strong. Is this making sense to people? There's a difference. Some people are just walking through, just releasing an anointing, and that's good. But other people will walk through, and they're commanding, and they're really releasing their authority. And God is releasing an awesome anointing in that. I believe with all my heart, that's why Carlos Anacondia saw the level that he did. Because he would get up on a platform, and there'd be all these people, thousands of people. And he would say, listen to me, Satan, I bind you. And he'd take authority, and people everywhere started falling and manifesting demons everywhere. And he would speak from up there, he'd say, in Jesus' name, I curse sickness, I bind it, command it to go. And as he took authority, sickness would leave. Do you see what I'm saying? He understood his authority. People would sometimes bring to him things. This one guy had a, a witch doctor or something fix his cavity. And so he goes up to Brother Carlos, and Brother Carlos said, you know, a priest of Satan did this, but I'm about to undo it and fix it for you. He understood his authority. He said, he was a priest of the devil, but I'm a priest of God. Come here. And he anointed that cavity thing, and he commanded it to be fixed, and it went from black to gold. Somebody else brought him a bracelet. Is this helping people? Somebody brought him a bracelet or something that, that a witch doctor had cursed. He said, don't worry about it. Give it to me. And he grabbed it, and he said, I break off every curse, everything of the devil. I destroy it. Command it, get off this bracelet, never come back. And I command God's blessing in this bracelet. Hand it to him, and it was gone. He understood that he had authority to destroy the works of the devil and replace it with the kingdom of God. So, Lord, I thank you for this. Let faith arise in your people. Help us to go to new levels of operating authority and power. We have authority to walk through our homes and shift the atmosphere of our homes. We have authority to go to places where maybe the devil's had some territory. We have authority to go there and walk those grounds and pray and take ground for the kingdom of God. We have authority to destroy the works of the devil. We have authority to release the kingdom of God to come and your will to be done on the earth. Lord, I thank you for great faith to arise in your people in great authority. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.